Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. What comes to mind when you hear the word sales? I'm going to guess that you've thought about it a little bit because you're here listening to this podcast, which is all about client first sales strategies for wedding photographers. So I'm guessing that sales is something that you've put a little bit of thought into, but I'm also gonna guess that you have some negative connotations that go along with that word. Now, if you're on an extreme, maybe you picture a used car salesman, someone who manipulates and lies and will do basically anything to make that sale. Now, again, since you're here listening to this podcast that is centered around sales, I'm gonna guess that that's not the only thing you think of. Maybe the picture that comes to mind is that Facebook friend that you barely know who conveniently shows up in your DMs and wants you to join their MLM company. Or maybe it's that really persistent salesperson that keeps calling you but is kind of getting on your nerves. Or maybe you just are picturing your really extroverted, gregarious friend who's a salesperson. Their full-time job is selling products or services for a big company. Whatever your picture of sales or a salesperson is, you're probably not picturing yourself. Today, I want to change that. I spent a past career as a salesperson, and then I took that knowledge along with my background in communications and psychology to build a successful business with a great sales strategy at the very center of that business that I built. Now, having a podcast that is all about sales strategies and how I do things is really exciting to me because I know how effective a great sales strategy can be. I also know that it's likely that most of you listening have some type of preconceived notion of what sales is. And so this podcast is dedicated to setting the record straight, to demystifying those myths, not just so that you have a clear mind to listen in and learn from other podcast episodes, but also so that your preconceived notions about sales don't harm you in the end. So yes, I don't just think that having misconceptions about sales will prevent you from creating an amazing sales process. I also think that having these misconceptions can really negatively impact your business. So we're going to explore that today. And I am so excited to share with you some of the biggest misconceptions that I've heard from my friends and fellow wedding photographers and show you how you can change your perception and use that information to positively impact your business. Let's go ahead and get started. You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist 
artist who turned a distant dream of being my own boss into a six-figure wedding photography company. It didn't take long for me to realize that the corporate nine-to-five world wasn't for me. So I took my background in communications, psychology, and advertising sales and embarked on a journey that took me from a clueless newbie who had never shot a wedding to a full-time wedding photographer. All this happened in less than a year. Fast forward to today, and I have my dream career, one that not only brings me personal fulfillment and freedom, but also delivers the most exceptional service to engaged and newlywed couples. This podcast is dedicated to helping you do the same, focusing on transforming your couple's experience to be the best it can be from start to finish, and in so doing, creating your dream career and your dream life. So if you're ready to learn and apply simple yet life-changing strategies to increase your profit, maximize your client's experience, and grow your fan base, you found the right podcast. Pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. So here we go. Like I said before, I gathered some of the biggest misconceptions that I've heard my fellow wedding photographers talk about when it comes to sales, and I've put that into a list of the four biggest misconceptions I've heard and how they hurt your business. So if you believe any or all of these, it's going to negatively impact your business in some way. I know it might seem hard to believe, particularly if you are in a place where you think things for your business are going pretty well and you don't have a sales strategy in place. Definitely listen in from start to finish. I know that you're gonna learn something new if sales is not a priority to you right now. So let's jump right into that list. Misconception number one about sales is that it's a zero-sum game. So if you don't know what this means, essentially a zero-sum game means that there's winners and losers. So from the point of a salesman, this would mean that a salesman wins when a buyer actually buys and then that buyer loses. Or vice versa, if the buyer doesn't buy, the salesman loses and the buyer wins. So hopefully you see right from the start, this is terrible if this is true. This would mean that any salesman's job is to make the person paying the money lose out. And as crazy as this seems, I don't know about you, but my initial impression of sales was that there are winners and losers and a customer is kind of just a pawn in winning the game of sales. Now, I don't think I would have verbalized this because it sounds terrible, but the more I talk to people and hear their opinion of sales, the more I realize that a lot of people say they don't do sales because they care about their customers. And at the root of that is this idea that people who care about their customers don't sell. If a client really wants to work with me, they'll work with me. But if I have to do any sales, somehow they're going to be losing out. This is totally and 100% false. No surprise that I'm saying that, right? A great salesperson does not play a zero-sum game. A great salesperson is a team player, meaning that the client and the salesperson are on the same team, and that salesperson is working towards a solution where both people are winners. If you're hearing this and you are thinking, I don't want to play this game at all. I don't care about winners or losers. I just want to do what I love and be a wedding photographer and let people come to me. I don't need to do anything to sell them. They'll work with me if they want to work with me. I want to talk directly to you. Being a team player for your client, finding a way that you both can win, this is something that I really believe that every great wedding photographer should be doing. Not only that, I think that it hurts your business and your clients if you're not intentional about a sales process 
that is centered around being a team player. And here's why. A good sales strategy allows you to serve your customer in a unique and customized way all while making the sale. Without a good sales strategy, you're doing your customer a huge disservice. You're not really seeking out and selling to their specific needs. You're not understanding what they really want or who they really are. Basically, you're doing a surface level job of getting to know them and serving them. In the wedding industry, really successful businesses are those that create this experience for their couples. So it's not just about doing the service, showing up and taking pictures. It's about an entire experience and focusing on couples as individuals. This experience, this starts on day one, the very first time you talk to a couple. You've got to have that team player approach from the start or you're not going to be able to do it well at all. So I'm going to talk a little bit more about this when we talk about some of the other misconceptions later on. But the most important thing you need to know right now is that sales is not a zero-sum game. At least a good salesperson doesn't play that game. A successful salesperson doesn't play that game. A great salesperson is a team player. Let's go ahead and move on to misconception number two. Misconception number two is that in order to be a good salesperson, manipulation is key. This is probably the most extreme view of sales of the four misconceptions. I think most of us know that an honest, ethical salesperson is not manipulating. However, this is one of those views that maybe creeps into the back of our minds, especially when we start to get a little bit self-conscious about being salespeople ourselves. Worrying about being manipulative or coming off as manipulative is something that I hear a a lot of wedding photographers talk about when having that first conversation with their couples. They don't want in any way to give off the impression that they are being salesy, manipulative, or dishonest with their couples. And if you're tuning in right now for the record, I know that you're not that way. You care about your clients. You want to do a great job for them. So I have no doubts that you're not trying to manipulate your client. So going back to the misconception that in order to be a great salesperson, manipulation is key, this is totally false. The truth is, is that being super clear and transparent in an intentional and strategic way, this is key to getting paying customers and keeping them happy. A great sales process puts the client first, which is in the title of the podcast, Client First Sales Strategies. So hopefully this isn't a big surprise. I actually wanna dig a little deeper and talk about why this misconception exists in the first place so that you can see how untrue it is and how harmful it can be to your business. In our modern day, we live in a world where information is easily accessible. Think of the last time you went to make a big purchase of any kind. You probably got online, read some reviews about maybe different brands of the product you were looking to buy or review from a couple different companies that do the service you were looking for. Maybe you read an article or two about how to choose the right thing. If you're like me, you probably got overwhelmed by the amount of information that is out there about it. We live in a world where if you want information about a product or service or any buying decision, you can find everything you need to know online. And for that reason, if a salesman calls you up to tell you about that product, you can literally just get on Google, look up everything they're saying, and make sure that they're being honest. Not only that, but we are naturally a little bit skeptical of salespeople today. Now let's think back 50, 75 years ago, being a salesperson looked totally different. There wasn't as much information available about products and services. A salesman held all the cards. They had privileged information about whatever they were selling, and the buyer, they didn't have any of that information available. They couldn't read reviews immediately. They couldn't compare other products immediately. 
they really were at the mercy of the salesperson. The world also wasn't as interconnected, so if a salesperson was known to be dishonest or manipulative, you probably didn't know about it in advance, unless you had another close friend or family member who dealt with that very salesman. There was no social media to get online and complain about someone who'd been dishonest or manipulative. Until the invention of the internet, buyers were really at the mercy of salespeople. So it makes sense that this stereotype exists because these types of people did exist and maybe even thrive before information was readily available to the buyer. Now, aren't you so glad that we live in a world where that's not true anymore. I know I am. However, knowing that this isn't true, knowing that a great salesperson is not a manipulator is something that is really important to your business. Having honesty and integrity and actually believing in the thing that you're selling your wedding photography services, that is at the root of being a really great salesperson. So I hope you're listening to misconception number two and thinking, this one is easy. I believe in myself. I believe in my wedding photography. I know I can do a great job for my couples. You don't have to feel manipulative when you are selling to a client, when you are telling them about what you do, because if you really believe that you're going to do a great job for them, there's nothing to manipulate. There's nothing to hide. Just be yourself. I do think it's important to acknowledge this though, because in order to be a really great salesperson, there is a level of intentionality and even excitement that you need to have in order to really communicate to your potential client that you're the right person for them. So this is an attitude thing. And what you need to know about misconception number two is that manipulation is not the key to being a great salesperson. The key is having honesty, integrity, and really believing in what you do. So if this means having a little pep talk with yourself before you have a conversation with your couple, or maybe reminding yourself of what you do best or what you're really good at, these types of little things can combat that underlying fear that you're being manipulative in some way as a salesperson. Let's go ahead and move on to number three. So the first two misconceptions that I shared, those are the two that are a little bit more extreme on this list. Those are the misconceptions that maybe were a little bit more subconscious than they were conscious. The next two misconceptions, these two might surprise you a little bit more. Keep listening though, because I think these two are equally important, if not more so, in having a really healthy and strong sales process and avoiding pitfalls that are gonna hurt your business. Misconception number three, you need to solve a problem in order to be a great salesperson. So for those of you who are past those first two initial stereotypes, maybe you've even embraced the idea of being a salesperson. You may have assumed that the best way to sell is to solve one of the problems of your clients. And namely, that is that your couple wants beautiful wedding photos, you're a wedding photographer, you can deliver that service. So all you need to do is show that you can do that. And maybe this means showing off your portfolio or telling them all about how great you are at what you do. And on the outside, this makes sense. You're helping your couple decide by showing off who you are. However, Solving a problem does not actually help a client or make a sale, not at least in the way that is the most effective and best way of doing things. Instead of being a problem solver, you need to be a problem finder. So instead of starting from a place of giving a little elevator pitch, instead start from the place of being a consultant to this potential client. So you listen you ask good questions, and you identify some of the deeper wants, needs, and desires that your clients have. It's only after this process of really getting to know them and their needs and demonstrating that you're listening 
can you actually make the sale and do it in a way that is going to be effective from start to finish working with that client. You want to make your clients feel like they are incredibly important and unique, that you care about them as an individual. And I hope that as you hear that, you think to yourself, I do care about them as a unique individual. Especially in the wedding industry, clients want to feel extra special. They are planning one of the most important days of their life. There's a lot of stress, anxiety, and worry surrounding that, mostly around something going wrong or their day not working out how they envision. So the more you can do to get to know what that vision is before you sell anything, the better job you can do in filling in those needs in a specific way and making that client feel really valued. Now to my wedding photographer friends that might be a little confused when they hear this, particularly if they're thinking, I only have one package that I offer. It's the same for everyone. So making this a tailored service doesn't really make sense for me. Keep listening. I have a little bit more to say about this. Being a problem finder doesn't necessarily mean figuring out how many hours of coverage they want or if they want an engagement session. Being a problem finder has much more to do with the emotional needs of your client. Understanding what that vision is, like I mentioned before, and then what the fears are surrounding that vision, this is what you really want to understand and focus on. So are they worried about having enough time for all the photos that are important to them without sacrificing the celebration itself with all their friends and family? Or maybe they're worried about some family members not getting along, but they need to be in photos together. Or maybe they're just worried that it's going to rain on their wedding day. Although those factors might seem like they're pretty far out of your control. However, if you're recognizing the need, acknowledging that it's just as important to you as it is to them, and then demonstrating how you can ease that worry just a little bit, that makes all the difference in the world. And that is what makes a couple choose you over your competition. So understanding this misconception that in order to be a really great salesperson, you need to be a problem finder, not a problem solver, might be the difference between you making a sale or losing that sale. And even more importantly, it's the difference between your couples having an amazing experience with you from the start or being a difficult client that stresses you out because they're stressed out and have all kinds of things they want to do to micromanage you. So hopefully you can see that this is important not just for the first step of making the sale for your client, all the way through the sales process, which leads me to misconception number four. Misconception number four is that the sales process is over as soon as the deal closes. So in other words, as soon as the couple signs on the dotted line and makes their first payment to you, your sales process is complete. Misconception number three really set me up well to talk about this point, so you're probably already guessing what I'm going to say. But finally, what I think is probably the biggest misconception of all, is this idea that the sales process is over as soon as they pay you. The truth is, is that a great sales process is full of integrity, which means that sales and customer service cannot be separated. Everything you told your client about before they booked you needs to be followed through upon as soon as they start working with you. You want to blow them away by following through on all of those promises that you made and then some. This is really important to great sales for a lot of reasons. First of all, like I said before, integrity. A great business has integrity and following through on promises is so important. The obvious reason for this is because having integrity and being ethical is just an important part to being a human being and running a business. But if we want to talk about how it could negatively affect your business to do the opposite, well, like we said in misconception number two, 
online reviews, clients talking to one another and being connected on social media, and a variety of other ways that people communicate is going to cause your business to get a bad reputation if you don't follow through on what you promised. Now, this is more nuanced than just showing up for that eight hours of wedding photography coverage or whatever is in your package. It's about having the same kind, excited attitude at the beginning all the way through the process. It's about responding to emails just as quickly in the middle of the process as you did when you were trying to book them in the first place. It's really about being the same person from start to finish. Now, again, I know you and I know that you're a person that is full of integrity because you're listening to this podcast. You want to make your business the best it can be and you want what's best for your couples. However, I think we can easily slip into this pattern of serving our couples really well early on to get them in the door. And then when things get really busy. The couples that are emailing you with questions or special requests, they get pushed to the back burner because there's so much stuff going on and they're not as much of a priority. So don't fall into this trap. Remember that the sales process is from start to finish. So your client is important every step of the way, which means that you need to set realistic expectations from the start of how they're going to be treated. And then follow through on that attitude, on that way of treating them every step of the way. That is really going to make all the difference. And the best part there is that if you do a great job of that, you're going to make a fan for life. And that, in my opinion, is the best way to market is to start from a pool of people that are your biggest fans. So avoid falling into misconception number four and you'll not just have a great sales process, but you'll also start to build up your fan base and have clients that absolutely love you from the start. So there you have it. That's my list of the four biggest misconceptions when it comes to the sales process. Oh, it feels good to just have that out there, have that information readily available to you. This is an episode that I encourage you to come back to when you're feeling discouraged about sales or maybe you're feeling a little confused. This is also a great episode to start with if you have a friend that is feeling confused or discouraged or just anti-sales in general. Send this podcast to them so that they can learn a little bit more about why sales is so important to their wedding photography business. I'm really glad that you're here and that you tuned in. I hope you learned something new. I hope you go and apply some of these concepts to your business. I know that great sales can have a huge impact in every way on a wedding photography business. I know that firsthand. I'd love to hear how some of these strategies are working out for you. So feel free to send me a DM on Instagram at Hannah Bjorndahl. I'd also love if you left a review, if you're enjoying this podcast, if you're learning something, please tell me all about it and leave me a five-star review. I will love you forever. Thanks again for tuning in. I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week and I hope I'll see you next week.